The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the persons appearing on the program and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Carolinas GCSA or the show sponsors. You're listening to Pullin' Weeds, the official podcast of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association. Brought to you by Simplot Turf and Horticulture, an innovative company that is dedicated to your success by pioneering new technologies to provide solutions for your challenges. Simplot Turf and Horticulture is a partner you can grow with and provides the latest products from all of the leading manufacturers. Simplot Turf and Horticulture bringing Earth's resources to life. Now, here are your hosts, Alan Knight and Tim Krieger. Hey, and welcome into Pulling Weeds, the official podcast of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association, the P-Dub. I'm Alan Knight, joined by Tim Krieger. Tim, how are you? Super fabulous today, Mr. Alan. How about yourself? I don't know if I'm super fabulous, but I'm doing okay. Doing well, thank you. Good, good, good. Okay, okay, he says, folks. Back in the office. Of uh, in Liberty, South Carolina, Carolina's GCSA office. Stick your arm out. Yep. Can't touch them. We're six feet, folks. We got a few feet in between the six feet. I love it. That's because we both like to spittle when we get excited and we don't need that <laughs> flying around here. <laughs> uh, I, I did wear my mask in, though, just to be PC for a while. No, nah, it's cool. We've got an employee who's wearing a mask right now just because. Yep. So, uh, who's our guest today? Mr. Jim Evans. I'm excited. Yep. You've never met him? Nope. Good egg. Sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward I, to I, it. I, I, I met him when he was first over at Dormy Club. He helped with um, our North Carolina, I want to say it was our legislative committee potentially, he got involved with. But um, yeah, he's now a little closer to home, like right up the road, like kind of drives by our office from his golf course to his house, kind of on the way home. I did finally, did finally see ponchos for the first time today. You've never seen ponchos? No, I never looked over that way, but... It, yeah, I'll definitely hit that up sometime. Wait a minute. Maybe. Well, we've never been to Ponchos? Not me. Never. How many times have you been here? A bunch. I've uh, heard about it. You go it. to the Smoking Pig, that's why. You're the barbecue yeah. snob. Yeah, I am, and it's a Mondays, but, uh, so they won't be open. No, not open. All right, so, um, hey, y'all, I, I really just want to reach out and say that I hope you have uh, really enjoyed those last couple Pro Series episodes that we've subbed in for the off course. Um, and a big thanks to Wesley and to Beth for making time. And um, I really hope you're going to enjoy the one this month. It should be pretty good. Yep, it's uh, it's yeah, it's real good. It's another one that we could have gone super long on. I mean, anytime you can get a father, a son, an in-law, and a cousin in the same room in South Carolina, <laughs> much less that they're professional golfers, you know you're going to get a good podcast. All right, so let's talk about our uh, member benefit. Okay. If we what may. do you got this month? I think it's fitting with rounds for research just ending. Oh, yeah. Research. We may have covered it before, but let's cover it again. So, um, live information as of last night, because of the timing that we're recording this, um, the 2020 auction wrapped up. It was delayed a couple weeks because of COVID. Uh, I think the total auction grossed over $250,000 for turfgrass research. Well done. And the way that's set up is the um, the chapters that participate get a large percentage of that back, and they can then give it to turfgrass research. So from the Carolinas' perspective, uh, we have a mission statement, and one of the purposes within that is to disseminate and to promote turfgrass research. So um, I guess it was 2008 
we did the very first rounds for research auction here in the Carolinas where we took tea times and we put them online and we sold them so rounds the number four foursomes research it was just kind of a natural progression yep um and since inception we've granted four hundred and six thousand dollars i think to clemson and nc state just from our chapter um and so yeah pretty exciting research that's how we help and we fund it and so we've got some more money this year to uh give back so the research really rolls through the universities not through companies uh correct And, and a lot of times what what goes on is that companies will have a certain product and they will pay universities to test that and so i think a lot of times when you find some affiliated groups uh such as the golf industry and whatnot doing environmental research uh there's no per se corporate bias if you will towards one product or the other and so there's uh i don't know if i'm saying this right but i don't know necessarily more validity to that and so you could have a program with three different companies that could involve be involved in a certain treatment program for instance coming out of a university that way gotcha yeah so if the problem is like one example was dove weed a couple years ago when we first started this it was only on a couple courses that we were even aware of and what happened after that was we did i think it was a fifty-five thousand dollar study over two years uh with dr mccarty and i think they've got a pretty good treatment program that developed from that but now it's pretty rampant up and down the coast from what I'm understanding. And so it's something like that where the chapter funds a specific area of research with, and again, we use Clemson and NC State in collaborative studies um, for the most part. So none of this money will go towards a dollar spot research in your yard? No. <laughs> okay, good. As long as we got. No, but I will tell you, I have gotten some, some serious opinions on that, and I'm going to go on air, and Dr. Kearns, I love you and all, but there's some people arguing that's not dollar spot. I think I may have found a little bit of that in my yard too. But anyway, it's everywhere, man. So the neighbors, they don't have zoysia, they have Bermuda. And they got some kind of spot going on. Well, since he's walking in the door, you want to get to Jim Evans? Um, let's cut right to Jim. We'll talk about the yards later. Simplot Turf and Horticulture is one of the leading turf and ornamental distributors in the United States. We share your passion for these markets and to your success. While our roots in this industry started in the western United States, we are dedicated to bringing that same high level of customer service and product quality to you as we have demonstrated out west. Our mission is to provide you, our valued customer, with a level of trust, service, and support that is unequaled in this industry. Simplot Turf and Horticulture, bringing Earth's resources to life. We are joined by Mr. Jim Evans, the first ever superintendent from the Cliffs community, shall we say. What do you call that organization? It's just the Cliffs. Okay, just the Cliffs. Wait, so we got to look under J, just the Cliffs? (laughs) Just the Cliffs. (laughs) Or is it like the Cliffs, two words? No, no, it's it, it is the cliffs. That's true, <laughs> but just the cliffs will work too. You just can look the up cliffs. either one. Yeah. And are you at a particular facility, or are you over? That's right. Yeah, okay. I'm at the falls. Okay. Uh, which is up there in the corner of uh, Lake Kiwi. And, uh, cliff at, the the cliffs at Kiwi Falls. That's right. Yeah. Can you give? Can you run down the proper names? You want me to answer that? No, but I'll tell you what. While he starts going through some of those, we can unplug them. How did it only ring once? Well, I, well, because we have the night button on, so that it goes to voicemail. Uh, okay because we were recording but all right keep going yeah sorry can you name can you name all the cliffs facilities i can yes you start with mine which is the cliffs at kiwi falls yep 
the cliffs of Kiwi Springs, okay. the cliffs vineyards, which okay. those are the three around the lake. Okay. And then you have Mountain Park, okay. the cliffs valley, okay. the cliffs glassy. Number six. And those are all in Traveler's Rest area. Wow. And then Walnut Cove, which is up in uh, Arbor. Wow. Okay, now go back through them in the order that they were built, and then talk about High Carolina. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Glassy was first, then Valley, and then I want to say Vineyards. Vineyards, Walnut Cove. Correct. Falls, Springs, Mountain Park, and whatever's left of High Carolina. It's still up there. I and mean, what is High Carolina? Go ahead. You didn't know. This no, is good. No. Is that the Tiger Woods place? That is the That yeah. was the Tiger Woods right. place. Right. I mean, I remember when he first it first was talked about, he was designing. That was his first design, wasn't it? Going to be? It was going to be, yeah. 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 And that was when I first met Bo Welling. I was about to say Bo. I knew Bo was involved in that. Does yeah. Bo do anything up at y'all's place? No. 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 All right. So enough of the Cliffs quizzes because we're going to come back to that later when we start talking about people. But Well, which one hosted the Corn Ferry Tour to Web.com? Web.com was Valley. Okay. That was... But originally, let's take it on back. It started at the vineyards. The oh, very the vineyards the is the very back. first one ever. Yeah. Well, actually, it was vineyards, valley, and glassy at one time when it was the Cliffs Pro Am. Way before me. Okay. Yeah. And it was, I got you. No, no. Originally, and it was on all just Cliffs courses. That was the branding component. Is that uh, they were selling the Cliffs properties and the real estate and the BMW tie to come into the Upstate. And the reason we knew that is because junior golf ties, we before you, pre you, right. Alan, I was involved in some of that to help with the first tee at Greenville. Like, right. This right. would have been like 12, 15 years ago. I just remember the last time they had one there, when it was in the rotation, the walking was rather tough on the caddies at one oh. particular place. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no doubt it was glassy. That, yeah. That, that, that Vineyards is a tough, tough walk too, no? It's not as tough as glassy. Though. But I think Correct. It, I think at that tournament they even shuttled caddies, which is unheard of almost. You know. Right. Correct. Right. Yeah. Well, and and I remember because they used to have La Bastide too, and that's yes. where Costner used to stay. And that's right. Is that where is Rick Veith at? Is Pebble, he, Pebble Creek. No, he's the a, reserve. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's not part of the cliffs. No, no that's the reserve. No. Gotcha. They're all Just the reserve. Gotcha. No, that's the reserve at Lake Kiwi. If you, if I'm not mistaken, via a boat. You could travel from Chris's golf course over there to yours. Right, right. As well as who's over at – can you get to Springs? You can get the Springs and Vineyards. Springs and – so you can get to all three of those on a boat. That's cool. Yeah, With one tank of gas in my boat, if I'm not mistaken. Ten minutes maybe. Huh. So it's better than driving all the way around. We have a lot of uh, folks that come over in the morning, and we have a shuttle that will pick them up down at the really? docks and uh, bring them up. So it's quite convenient. It's called Lake Life, Alan. They keep their clubs in bags stores or are they hauling bags around? Sometimes they haul the bags, but That's sometimes they'll just uh, keep them here. You think it's tough getting them out of the trunk. You imagine getting from a moving <laughs> boat trying to take your clubs and your – well, I guess you can't bring the cooler. It's a Cliffs property, sorry. <laughs> you uh, know outside coolers allowed at the Cliffs? Is well, that official? No, no. Well, let's talk real quick. Lynn. We, can, we don't want to make this a Cliffs episode with Jim being here. But right. So if you join one, are you a member of all? Can you, you play them all? Yes, you are. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you have access to all the amenities at all of them too, like the wellness well, centers? and? You have tiers of membership. Uh, and there's there's several tiers. So each of the each of them has certain uh, aspects that you can take advantage of. A full membership is a la carte, anything you want at any of the courses. Now you have to pick a home course, and then huh. um, you have uh, uh, privileged tee times at that home course. When you make tee times at other courses, 
you're behind the members of that home course. So you kind of have a unique advantage. Do you have to own property to be a member? You do. You wow. do. At least that was the rule. Sure. Um, right. I, and, and things change so fast. I'm not up to date on exactly what the rules are, but that was the rule. Are you on your third owner since you got there? Yes. Yep. All right. So airifying is that time of year. At mm-hmm. least it was recently. Do you guys have to plan it out around each other? That way your members have a perfect site at all times. Yes, uh, we do try to space them out, at least from the lake courses to the Traveler's Rest courses. Uh, we'd like to keep uh, at least two of the courses in, in good right. condition. But we do share equipment, so the logistics of moving the equipment back and forth, like the 1298s, um, they don't share any greens aerators, but the tractors, things of that nature, right? Wiedemann's. Um, so it, it takes a little bit to move that equipment back and forth, back and forth. A little, know? yeah, planning. Right. You right. don't have an 18-wheeler? We do have a gooseneck. That's yeah. about it. Wow. So, hmm. um, so I think we need to go way back to the beginning and from the very introduction point. Your role is not just golf course superintendent at your specific facility, correct? I have held a number of hats, or I've worn a number of hats for the cliffs. Looks um, like a few of them kind of tight. Yeah, they were. They rubbed Sorry. what was left off. Yeah, see, it didn't take long to get to that, did it? No, no. That's okay. Look, I'm there. I'm no, say, Tim's got no hair either. I'm just trying to keep it light, folks. It's a tough time of year. Go ahead. At least Brian Powell isn't here. Oh. Hopefully he tunes in. But we can look at him. He has no, pictures right no, over there. I don't even know if he knows we have a podcast. Brian, if you're listening, call me and say, <laughs> I know you have a podcast. Brian has um, every Easter color V-neck sweater that you can possibly imagine. So he's an expert at wearing those uh, sweater vests. Wow. You worked for him at one point. No, no. I love this. We, uh, we served on a, a Toro Consumer Council ah. a few years ago um, designing links. The okay. irrigation software and uh, gotcha. shooting holes in and running it. And uh, they, they picked seven superintendents from around the country. And Brian was one of them. And I unfortunately had the, the pleasure of, of being his partner through this whole thing. And, uh, wow. and he's a water irrigation. Now, where is you Brian? Know, I could, Brian is at Old Chatham. Okay. Uh, I don't know. He doesn't do very much up there. Uh, but in <laughs> he fact, dresses he, nice he, to work. If you have a minute, I'll tell you a story here. So this is going on here for the world. This is this Brian, is a, Brian Powell. Our first Brian Powell story. Yes. <laughs> this is good. Okay. So, so Brian and I used to fly out of Raleigh um, to wherever Toro was shipping us off. And um, he is a uh, unique traveler, a very high maintenance traveler. Okay. Uh, and <laughs> he's going to kill me for this. But <laughs> Did he have to change his room? No, 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 no. We get to the airport. Okay. And he has an idea. It's just a seedling, just a mustard seed of an idea that uh, he says, Jim, I'll bet you if we turn our tickets in or volunteer for the, the overbooked, we could get on this flight and get a free ticket out of it and end up in San Francisco or San Diego at the exact same time. Now, you know, that's never going to work out right. But we did it. We did it. So we're in we're in Raleigh. OK. And. And we do this. We trade in our tickets, and we get this uh, this this free freebie. And we're waiting for our next flight. And the lady at the counter says, "Well, your next flight's leaving now, uh, so you need to get to the other side of the airport." Of course, it's on the other side of the airport. Okay, there's no doubt in my mind. It's not the gate right next. To, have you ever had the gate right next to you open up? No. <laughs> so we have to run. Now let me back up a little bit for lunch. Brian and I were just walking up and down that airport food aisle there, and he spots 
the roller sausages that had been sitting there every for about seven hours. Yeah. And he thinks it's a good idea to go ahead and consume one of these things. So he does. And we end up taking off through the airport. Now, I have these like loafers on. So as soon as I start running, I kick one off. It goes over the top of Brian's head in the airport. And we're running. I'm picking up my shoes. I take them off and we're running, we're running, we're running. Okay, we get on the plane. We have the last seats, of course, right by the bathroom. I'm sitting on the left side of the bathroom door. He's sitting on the right side of the bathroom door. And I won't go into any more details of exactly wow. what that was like. Yeah, yeah. So we fly from Raleigh to, I think, Chicago. I think, no, it's Cincinnati, then Chicago, and then somewhere else, and then San Diego. Don't ask me <laughs> why we did this. But I want to make sure that everybody in the universe knows that it was Brian Powell's idea. A little mustard seed. It was a mustard seed that uh. just grew into fungus at its best wow so so did the lunch stay down barely Ooh. we had some issues mid-flight but uh we did were you next consume to the one of those yes, yes I, 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 I waited for you to finish but i heard <laughs> when you said and he consumed one of those i just yes, I, I had did. to ask I, I, something told me you did too i did i did but that let me guess that was probably seven years ago that was when I was at Dormy, so 2008, nine, somewhere in there. Oh, wow, okay. So, and you were a little larger than you are now then, no? Yes, I uh, peaked out at 215. Yes, and you're like 35 pounds lighter than that now? 183. You can tell when you walk in the door that you left a small child somewhere. <laughs> and apparently it's in the airport. So you call me fat? No, I, I, the, no. He's I'm, saying you were fat. I'm not going to bring fat. Bulldog into this or anything, but... um. Oh, sorry, I didn't know how else to get out of that. <laughs> he insulted Charlie Spears when we had Charlie on, too. He, he didn't insult him. I take that back. Okay. Wow. So no, I didn't. I was complimenting you today. Apparently, correct, you took correct. it as I had said something previously about you, which I didn't. No. But, but you were looking for, at me like I was fat. So. No, you're training him for a marathon. I am. I am like, you're going to run that. Yes. My wife uh, got me into this. Uh, she has been a light in my life. Tomorrow's our anniversary. So uh, Nice. It's been incredible. Uh, Tomorrow's so, my anniversary as well. Yeah, all right. Are you kidding me? Nope. You two share an anniversary? How about that, huh? 13 years ago. Just two for me. Gotcha. So, um, and so she said, let's let's do something together. This was back in March. Um, and we started to train. She loves to run. So we started to pick up ideas. And then a marathon came up. I'm going, oh, I don't know if I want to do Kiowa? this. Uh, that was the first. It's Greenville, Greenville, and on Halloween, that's the one we're training for. And then you're doing Charles. two. Mm-hmm. You're going to do both of them this fall. Uh, that one's in January. So yeah, but I mean, still a little bit like, of a break. Yeah, but it's October, January. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not December this year. It's the plan. I don't know. We don't know. Kiowa, I mean, if, they, if if it's still there. Then you got the Disney Princess Run. That's the big one. So I've got the uh, <laughs> half marathon Kiowa medal on my wall hanging in there. All right, but See? I didn't run it. I walked it. You but, stole it. But not no, the, I walked it. Not in the heat. That's a wintertime event. It's usually, It was in December. It was yeah. right. I thought it was right before Christmas when ours was. Okay. This one's a little bit further out. So We yeah. had. Uh, we started in the daggum stocking cap. It was that cold that morning. I prefer it. We just completed our uh, this uh, two weekends ago, 20 miles on our long run day. I'll tell you, every bone, everything in your body Hurt. says why are you doing this man? yeah yeah i get that after about three steps that's why i walk <laughs> yeah yeah that's 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 insane that's great but kiowa so i just remember with the the temperature change it was so cold right like everybody's bundled up in the beginning and then as they start going uh, 
And as a walker, you obviously you're not in the front of the pack here. So they, but they so you're picking up sunglasses and stuff. <laughs> Dude, I, it was like an REI outlet coming through there or North Face something or other. You know what I mean? Like you're walking by. I'm like, Chuck, was that a double X? He's like, come on, keep going, man. <laughs> you know, but I'm like, you could seriously, you know, if you had a golf cart behind a marathon. <laughs> shopping cart. Just bring a shopping cart. Dude, I'm just, for all y'all that run thrift stores out there, I'm just saying follow the marathon on a wow. weather change day. <laughs> That's right. So how did you get involved in turf grass? Let's go way, way, way back. Oh, here we go. Wow. Okay, 1990. Okay. Um, I, uh, I had a part-time job during the summers, uh, college summers, in Keene Country Club in Keene, New Hampshire. Okay. So that's where I started. John Boardman was the superintendent there. So you're from Canada? I'm not, not from Canada. Don't make that <laughs> assumption. Hey? That is close, though. <laughs> no, close. I'm just kidding. It's close. So Everybody so, north of Virginia gets the, oh, so you're Canadian, Joe? That's right. Sorry. That's right. I understand. Um, so... I had that job for a couple of years, and I graduated while I was at Florida Southern College um, with a business marketing and management degree, and I came home without a job, and uh, I, my dad's like, okay, well, let's get you through a headhunter and start working. I'm like, I'm doing this part-time job on a golf course, and I love every second of it. I love getting up. I love doing the, the work. There's absolutely nothing about it that I hate, and I'm going off on these interviews, and I hate every one of them. And so I, um, I went to Boston one time, um, and I'm sitting in a corporate boardroom about 14 stories up, and uh, I don't even remember the firm. And we went through the interview, and they stepped out for a moment, and I'm sitting there, and I, I spun around in my chair, and I looked outside. It was a beautiful fall day, absolutely spectacular, one of those crisp days, you know, yeah. those football Saturday days. Yeah. And... Um, and I look at my watch and I said, you know, gosh, if I can get out of here in the next half hour, I can get back to the golf course and finish what I'm doing, uh, which was an irrigation project. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's what I need to be doing my whole life. I mean, it was an aha moment. That's cool. And these folks came back and said, uh, congratulations, we'd like you to join our firm. <laughs> and I said, I'm sorry, um, I, I'm going to have to decline. Um, I've had a epiphany and uh and right now I, I need to i need to go and i left <laughs> go jump back into the irrigation ditch <laughs> and into the irrigation ditch so uh with that i asked my uh boss i said look i uh, made a decision and um i want to pursue this for the rest of my life what do i need to do and the first thing he says he says you need to go back to school yeah four-year degree and he goes if this is what you want to do if you want to shoot for the top you need to do this and i'm like oh gosh are you kidding me do i i need to go back i just graduated right um so i uh, started researching schools and i and i used the thought of where's the hardest place to grow grass and that is in transition zone uh cool season warm season i didn't know which one i wanted so i picked a few schools out university of georgia was at the top of my list i met with uh, dr carnock at the time uh, and he was the one who sat down with me and really took the time to explain what exactly my life was going to be like for the next three or, eight, three or four years. Now, it was a four-year degree. He goes, Jim, I'm going to get you through here in three because I know you're paying for it. I know you want to get out of here. Uh, I can make half of this stuff. These requirements go away. You just focus on core, and we'll get you going. So uh, I did. I pursued that. Um, I got my little Dodge Colt and drove to Georgia. Never been in the south uh, except you know further south in Florida. Right. And uh, That's not the south, by the way. Go ahead, <laughs> that was for my Canadians to make up one there. Sorry. 
So I, I just um, I joined them, and at that time I used I worked at the uh, University of Georgia golf course uh, during. Um, but my first job at Georgia was um, harvesting soybeans. Huh. Yeah, so I, I uh, by hand. The, I was a uh, my title was student help, and you can say that's not very glamorous, but. Um, there was no openings at the golf course, so I needed to get some money somehow. So what I did was, uh, these guys, I'd drive out to the Hort Farm. They would give me a map and a, uh, like a sickle. And they said, go out to field N7 and pick the cockle burr between the soybean plants. So I'm in the middle of this 200-acre field, and I'm picking cockle burr by myself. Now, it was gorgeous. It was great. It was by myself. I didn't have anything to do, but uh, I'll be honest with you. Um, that wasn't my favorite job, but I yeah. had to do something. So, uh, but it held you over till you got on the golf course. That's right. So then the last two years I was on the golf course and my internship, um, I wanted to shoot for the best, and that was Augusta. So um, Dr. Carnock plugged me in with Marsh Benson, and I went down for several interviews uh, and uh, joined them for uh, the 96 uh, summer um, as one of their interns. At Augusta National. At Augusta National, Wow. Yeah. And then I spent 10 years with them. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Man. I worked my way up from intern to assistant in training. I was intern, turf grad, assistant in training, second assistant, senior assistant. Wow. Um, and I was senior assistant for about eight years. That's the kind of things Tim doesn't put in my notes. See, this is where it gets good. Yeah. <laughs> I hand select these people. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> now, real quick, before you go any further, we're going to take an Augusta break. I got to go back to the window in Boston. So as you're telling this story, I have this visual of you spinning around, and it's the TPC Boston out back with a blimp over it saying, we're hiring is your epiphany moment. But <laughs> apparently that's not quite how it went. But. No, that was a dumpster, actually. <laughs> so I was looking at that. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. What? So when you say firm, Law? No, no, it was again marketing, marketing or something firm. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like big time corporate gigs. I like I don't know if they're big time, but yeah. But where I'm getting at is like it wasn't just I'm staying in my hometown no. where I grew up. I mean, you were applying for jobs all over the country. Yeah, yeah. essentially. That's I mean, pretty, following the money, right? Yeah. I mean, following the job, following the career, and I was following my dad's footsteps, trying to uh, get into the medical side of sales and marketing, and. Um, uh, I do remember coming back and telling my, my folks my decision. And uh, I do remember my father saying, uh, Jim, you, you, can't, uh, you can't grow grass for a living. <laughs> and I said, hmm, watch me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that was, uh, that was great. Now he's, they've been supportive my whole life. So obviously. They're still with us? Uh, my father passed uh, in 11. Uh, uh, my mom's still uh, down in New Smyrna Beach. Did you get a chance to ask him and have that conversation with him about growing grass oh, for yeah. a living at some yeah, point? Yeah, I did. And actually, um, I had him uh, to play Augusta National. Oh! My whole family, uh, his, uh, it was my last year there, so I was able to invite four folks. And I've invited my whole family down for the Good first for time. Good so, uh, Good for you. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. So it was his I'm, dream. Is this our first, other than Wesley, non-pro? Have we had any guests that well, have played? Well, Steeler. Brian oh, yeah, Steeler. Brian, Brian, yeah. And Kaminsky, I believe, has played Augusta. Okay. Steeler was my intern. We have to. Was he? Yeah. That's. Yeah. I was going to ask you if y'all were there ever at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. He was a... What was What was a young Brian Steeler like? Uh, like a side salad. <laughs> I like don't know side, what that means. Like a side salad, you know. <laughs> Didn't quite... You don't know exactly what to do with him. He's just kind of <laughs> sitting there, and you want to, you wanna, you know, engage, but you're not sure. 
Wow. You can't eat the whole thing. No, you can't eat the whole thing. <laughs> Man. Brian's, Brian's, you know. I can't wait for him to be sitting in his basement playing with his trains. To hear, to hear. When he listens to this exact moment and you and I get a text <laughs> oh, yeah. from him that says, you left that in the podcast? Yeah, I'm yeah. not a side uh, salad. <laughs> he knows exactly what it, uh, his life oh, was like hilarious. back then. Now, did you make it into Sports Illustrated working in Augusta like he did? Uh, no. No, I had no such fame. Augusta. Now, mm. my the orders of Augusta were stay behind the scenes, yeah, um, and out of the way, and uh, that's that's what you do. It's um, it's my preferred way. I like being behind the scenes. I like being in the back of the room. You know, that is my um, my forte. You know, if you so to speak, uh, it is something that I I don't like being up on the on the front or on the spotlight. So that's why you're not on the board and you're not going to be a president like Mr. Steeler and Mr. Powell? I, I would be support. I'd be better support uh, for, for anything that we did. Yeah. Well, I will say this on his behalf, unsolicited. Um, you, Jed, Timmy, um, and I'll let you get into all your guys here in a little bit. Um, I, I don't think I can make the same statement that I'm about to make now. When I first came on board here 13 years ago, I don't – and Stevie, I don't think the relationship that the association had with the Cliffs is what it is today. And from an association perspective, we truly value multiple courses like yourselves who um, appreciate what the association does and participates in everything. And so I guess where I was going with that in the beginning is that these guys are ultra supportive and I don't think you have to serve on the board to do such like they're the kind of guys when you've got to take executives for instance to go play golf somewhere or things of that nature where you can pick up the phone and you can call them and you can ask them um because they are such high-end properties because they are so high valued that people always want to get on and you don't ever feel out of line it's always supportive and what can we do to help and i remember jed calling when the whole covid thing went down and just talking to him for 30 minutes riding into work one day just talking through it you know and to have that kind of a relationship not only with one member but with all of them up there kudos to y'all so we thank it. you man appreciate that yes was, you got a great team the whole but you never answered the question about what your title is now <laughs> in all your hats so let's cover that and then let's get back to augusta my i'm I, first and foremost i'm the superintendent of the cliffs of kiwi falls what's on your business card uh it says a director of agronomy at kiwi falls okay so that is what what we're titled now um, I help out with any of the South, South Street needs. Technical advisor, I would guess, uh, that would be my next hat to put on. Um, but we decided that it's just, it's too big of an area for one person to cover. Sure. It is just, I've, we've got all stars in every position. So you don't need somebody who's telling them what to do. Um, however, when, uh, when the, the owners make a decision like, partners and vendors and things of that nature buying collective buying exactly. power things of that nature that is, you can all right. you can help coordinate for instance a pre-order for seven courses for instance instead of just one and get the benefits for everybody on that exactly business partners things like that that is that is what i handle and i and i think one of the most unique things that came out of that answer is from one of your other guys that explains it as such is that no we make all of our own choices on here you know products what we use even to an equipment degree, um, I, I guess. And then they just, you know, they kind of turn it all into you, I dare say, and to help coordinate it all for that, that 
better purchase, for lack of a better word, when it comes to that a vendor per se? Most of them have been established. Uh, we're just kind of bridging the gap now um, with South Street, and um, uh, that is the, is the keys to keep the relationship going. And we, we always are looking for new stuff. Every one of the guys does their own thing. Yep. Um, if we were to uh, put somebody over the top, it would stifle our creativity. Yep. It would. I mean, it's no doubt about it. Uh, Steve Shan or Jed doesn't need somebody telling them what to do. They're going to do the best. Steve's going to put enough sand on his fairways to firm them damn things up, no matter what you tell him. In three hundred years, but that's okay. You know, we'll do it one grain oh at a time. Gosh. He puts down a lot. <laughs> I you know what it's built him. on? That gumbo. Yeah, stuff? yeah. He told me. He told me. It's I awful. remember. It's yeah. all sorry. I just. No, he's but, a good egg too. But these guys are, are all experts. They're all smarter than I am. So I learn everything uh, from them. And but uh, you like coordinate all the airification schedules and things that help with that, right? Uh, we like do. You said, we do that. We just the moving of it. all that. They treat, they pick the right time for them, and then we send it all up. So it's not like okay, Jim's done airifying over here. Now we're going to run over to the springs, and you're going to follow the truck and the equipment and all that. No, you just ship it off, and they're doing their thing, and That's you're right. still at your course. That's right. And that's the best way this this works. It's very it's a unique situation. We're so spread out uh, that it's not like Pinehurst where they're right next to each other and it's easy to manage. It's what about just, when that equipment's not in use? Does it ever get loaned out to anybody else? No, no it, it resides. Why are you laughing? <laughs> He's, he wants it at his house. Yes, yes that's he, right. <laughs> did you know that was a hunt club question? Mm-hmm. No, I was asking for a local superintendent down the road here who's a little low budget. To, no, I'm just kidding. That was all hunt club related. That's right. I was hoping you had one of them cedars, but I'll hit, I'll hit the Smiths up for that. You later. have been asking for a cedar for a while now. Well, here's the thing, and I'm going to call Pate out because I don't think Pate listens to these. He's our guy at um, Greenville Turf, mm-hmm. and he's involved with, with Adam and I. But he's got this new implement that it's like the, the, the three-way type system where it's going to go ahead and it's going to till the earth, it's going to seed it, mm-hmm. and then it's going to go ahead and cover it back up all in one pass versus where you normally you go bush hog, then you spray, then you come back in and you disc it, and then you come back and you plant. Now, nah, this is like taking a grassy field and one pass planting. But it's a matter of coordinating, getting him down there. That's the key. When we need it done. Pate's high up now, you know. He's, he's, he's up there. Time. He's like, up there. What, how many he's states is he over now? Oh, like the whole world. Like 53 states he's over or something? <laughs> I think he was in Russia. Oh, that's day, funny. You know? I don't know if they grow turf grass in Russia. I, you wouldn't be surprised to see Greenville Turf and Tractor as the exclusive distributor in Moscow. The Russia division. Of the Kremlin. Yeah. Yeah. Out of Sandy Springs, yeah, South we're Carolina, get a folks. Call. We're going to get a phone call over that. But there, it won't be on record. <laughs> it, I guarantee you it won't be recorded. Well, can we <laughs> yeah, sorry, back focus. this thing back up to Augusta hey, real quick? Hey, have you met Alan? Alan. How, how are y'all? How are y'all doing? <laughs> uh, sorry. I know there's probably things you can't say about Augusta. Any interesting things that happen from, let's say, people sneaking on the course or something you can share without getting anybody in trouble? <laughs> there are 10,000 stories. Right. Um, let's, let's just put it this way. Um, everyone at on the crew is well-versed in practical jokes, especially the head mechanic. Okay. Fred Hartenstein, I'll call him out because he's no, he doesn't even know what a computer is. Okay. So um, I'll tell you. So podcast could be something he's spraying to him. No, he doesn't. <laughs> that's right. He eats a podcast. So. Uh, but it, it is amazing because 
everything that you do during the day, you you're watching your back. Okay. And I'll be honest with you. This is, I'll just tell you what's happened to me and that'll keep everybody protected. But, uh, um, in my case, it seemed like everybody was out to get me. I don't know why that is, but yeah. uh, that's the way it is. Do you still feel that way in life? No. Okay, good. No, Just no. checking. Graduated from no. It's not a complex. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. You're not running the marathon to hide from that? No. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. No, no but uh, let's just put it this way. Uh, Fred was an expert at what he did. So um, what he did to me was uh, my golf cart was uh, especially high target for for these guys. So when I would come out in the morning, um, the superintendent, Brad, was parked in front of me always, and I always parked behind him. So uh, the the best joke that they do is they, they pull the forward reverse switch out and, and switch them so that if you push reverse, you go forward. So Brad's in his <laughs> cart with a cup of coffee at 5 in the morning, and I'm about to back out. And I hit that button, and I feel full throttle. And I push Brad right into the wall. Wow. I mean, and it coffee all over the place. You should have seen his face. It was, it was at the top of his lungs. I had nothing to do with it. I, I swear to God. Why would I ran How you? long did it take for that story to come out, though, to clear you? Oh, right now. <laughs> right, right now. Oh, to this day. Like, <laughs> right Brad now. still doesn't know that this was a flip switch that got him. He has an idea. Uh, but oh, I got out of there pretty quickly. Even better. So, huh. so but he, he he knows there. I mean, he knows from putting snakes, fake snakes, into the cabinets so the secretaries would pull them out and they'd fall on them. And I mean, it was a it was a lot of fun. There was there. You'd think that Augusta was is tight and and strict, and yeah. it wasn't. It was just the opposite. That there were so many good folks there at the time, and I, I mean, there there hundred. I must have had a hundred interns come through. And some made it and some didn't. Can you name all of them? No, huh. not even oh. close. Steeler was one. Yeah. Red. <laughs> Did he have to do as much top dressing of the 11th fairway by hand as he claims he did? He did. He was down there uh, with a level on and uh, he wasn't being punished, but that was his job. I do remember that. So fast. How long ago would that have been? Oh, again, that 22 was, years ago, 21, I, 22 I years ago, something like that. I don't know when Steeler was there. Okay. So. 95 to 99 was the years he was excelling at life and I was losing. That would have been somewhere in that time frame. <laughs> okay. then he's in my driveway a couple weeks ago with a shovel explaining to me the process of the appropriate sand flip that he was taught as an intern at Augusta. Right. And we're not just dumping this crap in a pile here and spreading it around, all right? It's all about this wrist it is. toss flip. He's got it down. He was he was an expert at that. <laughs> oh, well, let me tell you, he never lost it because he did about eight or nine shovelfuls, and he's like, you got it now? Come show me. And I'm oh, like, this is doing, your yard? Yeah, this is when a, a ton of sand appeared in my yard, well, in the cul-de-sac, that I then got to do shovel by shovel but after he left. But you okay. did it Augusta National style. I did, but I wow. even got pictures of how it looks. Does it look like Augusta National? My yard? Yeah. No. Not far off. You got to show me. I don't want to see. But we have a whole yard competition going. Oh, gosh. I'm in it too. We're trying not to get involved in this conversation today, but I mean, I'm trying to save it for the closing. Should we give him that one or that one? That one's not bad. Hey, that's not bad at all. That's excellent. Yeah, that's the evening view. Well done. Hold on, let's give him this one. Is that, a, is that a rotary? You got a rotary on that? I or? do. Yeah. And according to Twitter, I have dull blades, but I just put them on. So because the thick, it's that thick, man. It's that good. You need to go to real. 
I don't, I've got one in the garage. Okay. But the problem is the 11-year-old likes the height and the soft cushiness of the barefoot grass. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so I was at an inch and three quarters, and I was going to continue to take it down. But I didn't fertilize it early enough, apparently, according, again, to Twitter. And my <laughs> fact oh. that I have dollar spot, according to Kearns. But yeah. <laughs> according to everybody, said that dollar spot. Well, I just put headway G out, so it better have been dollar spot, damn it. And it better be gone in two weeks because <laughs> I got two. <laughs> Anyways, um. Yeah, I don't even remember where I was going with that. Now you got so me fired up about. We were about it. your yard in Augusta. Oh yeah. How did you go from Augusta to? Did you go to Dormy Club from there? I did. I did. I uh, I interviewed for that job. Um, uh, Matt Schaefer um, put me in touch with the folks that were building Dormy at the time. Okay. So he's the one who set me up, and I drove to Pinehurst, and before even a tree was knocked down, I was I was looking at the um, the as built. So they, they looked at the routing at the time. Um, they had uh, uh, Ben Crenshaw and Bill Cor. Yeah. Um, so they had a number of different ways they could have gone with it, and uh, they chose a couple of different avenues. So um, I, I interviewed uh, with the two owners at the time, and uh, they said, we want you to join us November 1st. So, and that was, that was in uh, right when my daughter was born. So I got the news on January 12th that I got that job. So I, I wow. waited about a whole year. And that was 2000 what? That was 2007. Yeah. I knew it was similar timeline. That's crazy. So did you grow, quote unquote, grow in the Dormy Club? Yes. No, no, hold on. Take it back. Take it back. Take it back. This is a good opportunity. He cut it in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Center lines. There's difference between, there's a piece of property when you have to cut the trees, fell them, be a part of that process okay. versus that's already done. You get hired and then you. Grow it in. Okay. This was right from the start. Wow. So this would be like Bill Kennedy down at Chichesse type yeah, exactly. stuff. In fact, I had to go down and, and walk his course with, because that's a core Crenshaw. Yep. Yeah. And uh, they sent me down there to learn off of, of Bill on how to maintain the native areas and uh, the unique aspects of a core Crenshaw design. Because it was, it's, you understand, it's not a typical design golf course. Core and Crenshaw require, I mean, they don't like wall to wall irrigation. Okay. They would have a center line down the middle. And if they could have those impact sprinklers, they would. But thank God we talked them out of that. But um, they want the water just to fall where it falls. And the rest of it just burns out. It gets all crispy on the edges. That's, that's, that's what, what they want. To say. Yep. Well, and I think the most prominent example of that and to, what do you call it, to a manufactured golf degree is number two, right? Like, they've got some other properties where it's not quite as dramatic from a centerline look, right? Yeah. It's got some defined rough edges and right. things of that nature where it doesn't just, I don't know. It is, they like to stay to that, that um, she used so many words to describe it, but um, it, it's, it's a linksy style of golf course. Yeah. It flows. And, and yeah, exactly. And it, it, it's not unkept. So Jeff Bradley did the bunkers on that. Um, Dave Axlin was uh, part of that uh, group as well. If you know those folks, they're just masters at what they do. Jimbo Wright was the shaper, and this guy flies his dozer from Texas to wherever Bill Cren Cren or uh, Corin Crenshaw want him, and he will take. There's no blueprints. There's no nothing. Um, uh, ben will uh, shade on a sticky note what exactly the hole should look like. And Jimbo takes it, and he looks at it, and he just does his thing. Huh. That's it. Yeah. There's nothing else. So, I think you were still there. 
Might have been right when Billy got there. I can't remember. I had played Seminole earlier in the year, and then we played Dormy Club. And I was trying to compare it, and it was a dry summer, and I just remembered how the ball rolled. Like, I love the Dormy Club because, I mean, like I think it was even the first hole, but it's like you hit this shot left, and it looks like it's going towards the trees, and as soon as it hits the ground – it like starts and it follows this contour and the next thing you know it's bending back all the way back around and it's 90 yards right of where it started you know what i mean and like Absolutely. sometimes the ball just don't stop and that's like my argument with Seminole telling how i'm like dude make the ball stop Damn exactly it. i mean it's burned out it is uh it's it's browns and and gorgeous uh wire grass it's just it's so pretty in its own natural way that's that's the idea that they taught us on how it, and Jed was my assistant. Oh, really? For me for uh, for the length of the stay there. Huh. Um, so, and then we both came over to Kiwi Falls. He was my assistant there, and then he went to the Springs, and then to Mountain Parks. So interesting. Jed's a man. Yep. I yeah, like Jed. When you have you write him, songs about Jed. When you have him in here, ask him um, ask him how we took some of the downtime and made snow. Um, oh, know, that's in our magazine. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we did. We we blew snow uh, one winter up next to the shop and had tubes. We had the, the folks come over from the, um, what did they call it, the Sandhills uh, Association. It's and like a local association yeah. meeting sledding one day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sand yeah. Sledding. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. We, we used the irrigation system, water, air compressors, and we blew probably a good two or three foot base. Man. Yeah. yeah. So, complete contrast, you've gone from let it die on the edges to up here, you better have your edges tight. Well, not so much anymore. Okay. But in the Jim Anthony days, yes. you better believe it. Is there, is there any truth to the rumor that Mr. Anthony now owns that 10 acres or whatever inside of High Carolina's little donut that no, he could never get? I have no idea who owns that. Uh, there's a family up there, but I don't know. I heard recently that he had somehow finally acquired that Did he? after he lost the, the loop around it and that he was going to try and do something inside of it. <laughs> I don't know. Go figure. I have no what idea. happened to that, 2008? Uh, when the did, economy? Yeah. Let's yeah. just say that. It, it stopped then. Yeah. Okay. They started the construction. I mean, if you go up there, there's old remnants of... Uh, oh, I thought you meant Jim. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. It was 2008. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. And I'm going to throw out a random question that I was thinking earlier. I'll forget. New Smyrna. Have you ever been to New Smyrna Speedway? Um, no. Famous short track in not. that area. No. What area? New Smyrna, New Smyrna Florida. Beach. That's right below Daytona, correct? Florida. It's just south of Daytona. I'm like, like, dude, I've been all over this upstate. I ain't never heard of no new Smyrna up here by the golf course. (laughs) No, I just thinking about it from earlier. Sorry. All right, well, let's let's jump into your guys. Let's give a plug. Okay. I don't care where you start. I've talked about Jed because Jed's a good dude. I've gotten to know him well over the years. Well, let's start with Jed. Well, he lives right down the road. He's still in Easley, right? Uh, I think he's up there at Traveler's Rest now. Okay, because you live right down the road. You're in Easley. You got another one, Chad, that lives right down the road. Yes, in fact, Chad comes through my neighborhood all the time. He's always looking at my house. He's, he made comments on my flagpole. You know, I'm going to lay a spike strip down, and if I know he's coming. <laughs> the funny thing is, is y'all are like a mile and a half from me, and I ain't never got a drive-by or a yard critique, so I guess that's good and you bad. Don't, you don't ever reach out. You don't reach out to us. You mm-hmm. don't say anything. I got no invitation mm-hmm. and nothing. I, I like will I'm, say. I feel like I'm talking to Chad again. <laughs> going back to Jed, Jed invited me to the cliffs christmas party that's right yeah Yeah. and i was gonna i had a conflict i couldn't make it that day it was on wednesday but i was gonna come but i couldn't he's a purdue guy yes you got degrees all over the place right yeah all over all right let's go back jed's last name to get get fedor fedor 
Gotcha. So Jed, uh, like he came, he was Matt Schaefer's uh, boy up there. And um, tell Matt, Alan who Matt Schaefer is. He might not know. You know, from, you know who Matt Schaefer. I don't is, think don't I do. You really name he ain't a turfy. Sounds familiar. He is. Um, Oh, let's see. Where did he start his? Uh, and if I do know just him, just let him let, catch him up to now. He's got a podcast. No, oh, I don't. I don't know. I don't okay. know what he's doing now. All right, go ahead. He's retired and he's into ten thousand different companies. Uh, but his last he, stop was Marion. Yeah, he was. Uh, he wow. was the director of golf at Marion. Okay. So and Jed was his uh, one of his assistants there. I believe. I at Marion, I think it's the, the reporters, the course reporters. Okay, I, I, I think that's him. Then I've probably listened to it. I think he's yeah. He's okay. got a pod. All right. All right. So anyway, that's him. Big, that's, big. Okay. He's a, he's a big, big time big turf dude. Yeah. Gotcha. He's he's a he's a Marsh Benson of the North. You know. He's he's very well known. Wow. He thinks strategically outside the box all the time. It's very difficult to keep up with the, the level of mentality he has. It's just incredible. Right. Uh, so um, he called and says, "I." He didn't even give me the option. He says, "I have an assistant for you. Um, <laughs> his name is Jed. He's going to come down and uh, look at the property." I'm like. Okay, sounds good. No problem. Here we are 20 years later. Yeah. My boy. Yeah. Jed, I'll tell you, he's stuck. He's been with me forever. And uh, he still is. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, he joined me uh, during the construction phase. He was employee number two uh, there. And um, we spent uh, those ups and downs of the dormy construction period um, until we both left in 2010 and um, took the job over here at the Kiwi Falls again. Uh, it was like jumping off of the Titanic that was already below the water to the one that just hit the iceberg. That's what it was like for my life. I got gotcha. you. That period. So okay. um, it was a very difficult time in our just lives. Just a tough transition. Yeah. There was some, a lot going on with the Cliffs properties at that time. Yeah. It, it, and, and that one, obviously, you know what happened there. So, um, you know, and I feel bad, too, because now I brought Jed over. And, uh, and this one's tanking. I have no idea what's going can, on. Can you give our listeners a brief summer's racing because i don't even know the company was in bankruptcy if i'm not mistaken or soon okay. went into it it did uh, until the one that owned out. the cliffs properties and that, that okay. time and that yeah. would have been the real estate time that we were just right. talking yeah. about and all yeah. that yeah uh it, it, let me get something straight though that jim anthony was a genius when it came to um, designing these properties and his imagination as to what they should have been uh and what was built is simply amazing no From community nobody, living standpoint without else. question especially in these, this area gotcha. yes, nobody else had that uh, so unfortunately, uh, he was extended out with uh, lots of courses. The Springs was still going, Mountain Park was going, High Carolina's going, and then the real estate took with the likes of Gary Player, yeah. Tiger Woods. Right. Difficult Gary time. Player moves his entire headquarters up here to the Mountain Park area. Right. Course doesn't get constructed in time. Gary moves out. Huh? Yeah. Anyhow. Difficult time. So yeah. he couldn't hold on, um, and uh, then Arendelle Partners came on board, and. Davis Cessna uh, was our, our leader during that time, and he did a lot of different things with the Cliffs, um, infused a lot of different new programs. Uh, he gave us, the, the, the superintendents, the green light to be as creative as possible. However, you know, it was choppy yeah. at best. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, just uh, last year, South Street Partners came in and bought it from Arendelle, and they have been just incredible folks. Good. I mean, Kiowa. That ring a bell? Yeah. South okay. Street. Yeah. Well, yeah. There yeah. you go. Same company. Yeah. Um, Good for you. So Jed. So Jed uh, has been with me the whole time. Um, 
He started uh, Dormy, came with me to the Falls, and then a superintendent position opened at the Springs, and we immediately promoted him. He actually applied for the one at Glassy, but there was uh, Tim Hale was, uh, was kind of more senior at the time, so we went Tim ahead. Tim Ale. Ale. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> Smiley. He's always got a smile on his face. God, he's got a good beard, too. He does. I swear he's got to have some Italian in him to grow hair like that. I don't that. know if I know him. I don't know if you've met him, but we'll get to him. All right, so you got Jed. Yep. Purdue guy at Mountain Park right now. He's at Mountain Park right now. Yep. Mountain Park was um, vacated, and he moved over into that. He asked, he asked to be moved over there. Um, so uh, Brian Peoples, who's the general manager over there, said we'll, we'll welcome him. And Brian's was, a good egg. He is. Um, he has also worn 17 different hats for the class and been with them for 15, 20 oh, Did he tell you anything about the speech I gave at the show this year in February that he was at? No where I referenced the importance of water usage to speaking to 100 golf pros and said, all right, so if it gets turned off outside, we lose grass. If it gets turned off inside, y'all can't flush toilets. <laughs> Do you get it? He was there, but anyways, sorry. All right, so all right, so let's go east to west for courses now, just to challenge him a little bit. So the easternmost, right, so Tim, I would guess, would be Walnut Cove. No, that's uh, Timmy. Epiglassy is the easternmost course. How in the hell is that farther east than Walnut Cove? Well, look at a map. Well, I could have swore it was North Carolina versus South Carolina. You didn't say north-south. I didn't. I just west. thought it was over there. So, Glassy, Timmy. Okay, with, sorry. With Timmy's last name. But wait. Tim, Tim L. Oh, yeah, you do have to okay. take a right past that. So then Valley would be – okay, go ahead. I'm slow. Don't we have a moderator here that can just keep us <laughs> I try my best. on pace? <laughs> now you see how we can fill an hour. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Tim's ADD for so, the guests. All right. You go wherever you want. All right. Then. Tim, uh, is, uh, he's up at the glass. He's done. He's been there forever. He was the assistant over at the Springs. Uh, he's been in a couple of other different places as well. But um, Clemson grad. Clemson grad, yes. Clemson and, uh, grad. <laughs> it, it, we didn't help hold that against him. Nope. Um, and uh, he's done just a phenomenal job up there. The, he is a creative guy. I mean, he... I, I think he's working course. with honeybees right now up there, and oh. uh, maybe I think he's got his hands in, in garden. You ever played Glassy? No. I've only been to Cliff's Properties once last year for a WSCGA event and for the web.com one so year. Some people don't like par fours that have rocks in the middle of the fairway. I love that kind of stuff. And drop off on the other side. Yeah. How many counties can you see from 13? A lot. <laughs> like seven counties or something? Hmm. Yeah. It's beautiful, yeah. But I you can it. also play it in a, in a cloud. To remember the uh, oh. the the, uh, what, what, the fall that? meeting? Yeah, that was recently. recently. Yeah. yeah, were you up at that no, house? No, but Trent sent me pictures. Y'all had a fog delay for oh. your outing. That oh, was yeah. no delay. That that was all day. Uh. Yeah, that's a that's a fog <laughs> save your life outing or delay. You know what I mean? Cause you it could, was fun though. It was fun playing. God, dang. I was playing with Alan Corbin that day. We just hit the ball into the cloud. Hopefully it landed on the green. That's you, fine. You want to waste another hour talking about these cliff properties? Talk about turkey hunting and the amount of turkeys oh, they have man. that they do not allow people to even look at much less poach anyways all right all right so valley valley is the the heartbeat matthew stevens has been there since time began uh he is the most senior superintendent of all wow okay he's been here forever uh if you know matthew he is a different individual uh but uh he will do anything for you uh so he's seen a lot of events then because the valley hosted i mean they were like the centerpiece and the if there's one guy that's been through it, that's him. he has been through it. He was at the Beehive. Uh, you know, all the executives were over there. Uh, he was always on call. The poor guy has been just dragged. Um, wow. And he has succeeded, and he succeeded. And he um, 
renovated that golf course a few years ago with Ben Wright. Um, he was the one who made it work financially in his budget uh, before South Street took over. Uh, he made it work. He changed those greens over. He knew what a hard time he was having with bent grass. He says, you know what, I'm going to do this, and this is what's going to be done. Wow. And he did it, and he, and he was heavily involved. So Matthew has done an amazing job. Wow. Speaking of bent grass, you got some of that new stuff up at the springs. We can go over to that one, the 007, right? The 007s, yeah. You ever put it on the 007 bent Never grass? Never heard of it. We can go back there. And I love some bent grass. Yep. God dang, 007, you would. I like James Bond, too. I love it. We played one day. I won all four or four. You have five par threes up there. Yeah. I won four out of the five closest with a group of like 16. It was paying like 20 a man. I cleaned house that day. Good for you. Anyhow, I love yeah, that golf job. course. Who's there now? Ty. Ty Roberts. Mm, my man, Ty. Ty is, uh, he looks like Jacqueline Phoenix, doesn't he? Oh, he's a stud. My wife stares at him when he's in, because he lives in Easley with his yep. two little girls, he right? Does. Yeah. And so we saw him at dinner one night, and he comes walking by all smiling, and she's all eyeballing him, and then he sees me, and he's like, oh, I better come over and say hello. I'm like, yeah, you better. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a guy that is uh, burning it. Uh, he has done a great job with that. I mean, that course looks phenomenal. Oh. And during this heat, it just is, he's just clicking along, no problem. He the only bent grass you got left? No. Well, we got Shandon Glassy. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Yep. I forgot. Yeah, let's keep going. But Timmy's not that bad with the water. They got irrigation up there or no? Yeah, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's like you might as well run a hose from the clubhouse. It's about as good as it gets. Well, I mean, you've got some rock issues up there and some elevation issues yeah. to run some water through, right? Timmy is uh, is a unique individual where he has connected all the ponds together with different pumps so that he never runs out of water. He's come close several times, but... Wow. But uh, huh. so, so, so every time you go play up there, take an extra bottle of water and just give it to Timmy and tell him you love him. <laughs> put it in the uh, <laughs> put it in the pond. It's for your brother. <laughs> Don't pee in the fairways, folks. Pee in the pond. Pee in the pond. Uh, All right. So, so you said Shand, Stevie. Yeah, we'll go to Shand. Um, so Shand is uh, another Augusta descendant. Okay. He was uh, Walnut Shand, Walnut Cove. Let me tell you. Yeah, Walnut Cove up in Arden there. Uh, Shand was uh, about an M M&M and M away from three hundred pounds when I first knew him. He was a big boy there, and he slimmed down to nothing. Dude, he's um, he's around two bills now. Yeah, yeah. And, and talk about a smart guy. This guy, he blows you out of the water when it comes to intellect. I'm now, he's a, is he a Spartan? I don't know what he is. I have no I idea. I thought he was a Michigan State guy. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where he came from. I knew he was a Charlotte uh, for a while. Uh, he's going to hate me for saying that. I hope I didn't get it wrong. That's why I didn't say anything because I don't know. But he was like, he's, he's, I thought he was up in North. Maybe it's not. UND? Just kidding. I know you didn't go to North Dakota, Steve. Oh, he's going to call. Anyway, he doesn't listen to the podcast, does he? I don't know what he does. I mean, he's way up there by himself. <laughs> well, as the director of agronomy, now that you're on, you're going to have to tell everybody when it comes out. Hey, guys, well, there will be a report on this due at the end of the week. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. That's the good thing about it. I don't worry about if it. If you want your EOP in on time. Um, all right, so who do we miss then? Chad. Oh. CP. The yep. guy who left Binky at home when he was sitting at this very table. Yep. So he was an assistant for BP Oil. Yeah. And he was on the assistance committee. So this is when they still lived in Raleigh. Okay. Yep. And he was here for a meeting in, right at this table with this Binky in his hand from his daughter and, like, was getting phone calls because it was the first night she ever tried to sleep without this thing. And, like, he was spending the night here and, like, I think he was gonna have to go home and come back type oh, deal boy oh mm. boy yeah that's, I that's that. what i remember I about that. chad sitting here with the little binky 
Um, Chad's another yeah. smart one too. So he's uh, he's got the vineyards going going. Now where did he go to school? I have no idea where these guys God go to school. See, you know, what difference does that make? Well, because from a podcast perspective, we have listeners from all over the world, as you know, our two Russian bots, a couple Australians, and then this is our opportunity <laughs> to um, <laughs> to what make them feel a part of the show. It well, doesn't, yeah, because then you know there's so many different schools represented within one look place. The, You're the 30 only, minutes from Clemson. I should say you should have all Clemson grads there. Man. The only school that matters is University of Georgia, and, and that's all there is to it. Does it matter what anybody else? Are, are you getting? Are you like Pat O'Brien? Do you get a monthly? So I'm not trying to offend anybody here, but like if you're part of the Eastern Band of the Cherokee Indians and you still have bloodlines, you know, you still receive an annual compensation for being part of the tribe, right? So this is like you Tifton people, and this is where Pat O'Brien comes in, right? Like I swear he gets a check because of all the Bermuda grass that he sold over the years working for the USGA. (laughs) So now you're promoting UGA. So I swear there's like something going on here with y'all. Like once you get to that, you got to promote the hell out of it. No. I didn't realize UGA had a turf school. Yeah, well, it's not, not as much as it was before. I mean, Dr. Carnock had it. I was just kidding. Well, we talked about we're ABAC. I know ABAC. That's, that's where I'm, I'm kind of giggling inside. I'm like, but he knows about ABAC. Right, right. <laughs> but he doesn't know about UGA. I didn't realize they had one. Yeah. And it's like one's a little bigger than the other, I guess. Correct. But, but ABAC. I think we talked about that because of the whole TIFF name. Remember TIFF? Right, right. That's right. Tiff it's all Eagle. created down there, yeah. There. Yeah. Tifton campus. So. so if you have Tif Eagle. Eagle, somebody down there got paid for that. No, you know it. That's what I'm getting You at. know it. And I think you are too, bringing it up like this on the uh, show. I can't disclose that. Have we hit up all the supers yet? All That's the everybody. courses? Okay. Yep. That's everybody. I want to make sure we didn't leave anybody out before we. No. Nope. How do you apply for the High Carolina job? How do you apply? How did I apply for it? No. How does one apply for the High Carolina job. Uh, there are no openings up there yet. Damn it. Sorry. You trying to get in it? No, but I'd like to consult. I just want to be in one of those pictures with Tiger Woods in a notepad and some shorts walking around a golf course looking cool. Okay. Not like, you know what I mean, selfie or anything like that. Like part of the part of the team walking. Nah, let's take that tree out, Bob. Nah, we're going to leave that one. We can airbrush into one of those. I mean, I'm sure we can dig one up. <laughs> You're a consultant. Really. So are you going to do any better than, um, what's our boy Casey? I believe it was 11 months ago, Mr. Koff was on this oh, show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was talking about his core Crenshaw course, um, Trinity Forest. Mm-hmm. Trinity Lakes, I like Trinity. to call it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's on a landfill, sorry. Um, <laughs> but he, 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 he almost promised. Core and Crenshaw. That he not not Crenshaw but oh, Core. Core, yeah. That he could get Bill Core on the show. Ooh, I don't know. I haven't spoken to Bill in ten years. Well, who know. can you get on the show for? <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's my question. Well done, Al. No, I was going to ask him if he'd heard about the Sand Pro that that Bill's Sand Pro got buried I, at number two, and I then it the got dug up. Yes, I didn't know it a, got dug up, but I do know that Sand Pro because we worked on that piece of garbage. For the longest time, but it was the only, uh, what was it? It was Smithco that had a center blade underneath, between the two wheels. And he floated those greens by himself. All He spent hours on those greens just floating them. And uh, it would break down every single day. <laughs> uh, and I guess they buried that thing because it was just, there's nothing more you can do with it. And uh, I don't know about somebody digging it up. No, so now that the Dormy Corporation, like where's your headquarters? Where's the Dormy? The Dor- no, the Dormy Corporation. Like, where's the headquarters? Like, out in Nebraska or something? That is was there, like, after me. 
I was that only one owner at us uh, at the time. Oh, sorry. They, they took that Whatever. Okay, I keep asking you like you work there now, but sorry. The, the group that owns this Dormy Network that it's a part of, mm-hmm. wherever their headquarters is apparently, is I found out after that episode from Billy Lewis, they had come and dug it up recently, and it's going in their like headquarters or whatever for oh, cool. the Dormy Network. Really? It's going to be like put on display somewhere. It should be. Yeah. So what about that little outhouse on Four Green, maybe? Do you know what I'm talking about? The little wood shack at he Dormy Club? He built it. Uh, I'm trying and to aged think. it. Um, With the half moon on it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Did right you leave it there? Did you leave it there or did you move it there? Uh, was it there? It was there. It was actually on Four Green at the time. Okay. Uh, and then we picked it up and we moved it behind the T on Five. Right. And it has. Uh, What'd you fill the hole with? So y'all didn't build that. Wait, that's no, no, no. Four that Green there. is built on an original outhouse? Yes, it was. <laughs> that's the real story that's we right. want out of this. That is a good story. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's yeah. that's cool. It, I just remember driving by it at the Verlana Cup, going, "Why would they? What are they trying to accomplish with this outhouse out here? Just to be funny?" But it's part of the place. Yeah. Well, so it was a hunting uh, property, and they used to that lake used to. I won't tell you what they called the lake, but that lake yeah. they used to duck hunt off that that little. Crapper was right behind there. And gotcha. you can rhyme it out from there, folks. <laughs> All right. Well, we ran them along enough. What, no, did, what did we forget? We got a few questions here. Do you use oh, the God. same sand on every course? Oh, yeah. That was No. Me. No, we don't use the same sand on every course. Why not? Wouldn't it be cheaper? Well, we have a higher partnership with our, our vendor, so uh, it doesn't matter what sand we get, but every every surface is different. So right. We, different needs. We wouldn't want to. So do you have G-Angle in the bunkers at your course? I do. Yes. And, and for Alan's benefit, tell him the, the, the benefit of G-Angle sand. Uh, I like it because it firms up better. It's, it, a, it's, it's cracked a, sand. Okay. Where the particles it's, are cracked and they stick together better. Yeah. So huh. the walls don't wash as often, apparently, from I like that. rainstorms, correct? Pretty bad uh, rainstorms in this area. Right. Um, we are switching over to Better Billy. Half of our bunkers are Better Billy and half of them are not. You could see the difference night and day every time it rains. I've got a new bunker company called Best Billy coming out. It's better than Better Billy. Is that like no. five-minute abs? Yes. <laughs> you can see he's been using that a roller. I'm sporting right now. Oh, that's great. Here's another one Tim wanted to know. Oh, is it the last one, I hope? Yes. Does Poa, he already answered it. Oh, no, no, no. Go does ahead. Poa travel with the air fire from course to course, or do you have to use bleach in them? <laughs> you said you don't move the air fire. You just move the tractor. So. <laughs> that we do use the air. We do move the 1298s. That's just a tractor. No, that's the that's the giant Toro air fire. Oh, so you, if you got Poe at one place, does it stick on there and go no, to the it other? It doesn't one? because I'll tell you why. We don't. I don't. We don't let everybody, uh, all the superintendents, use their own tines. So when it leaves, we take the tines off. Okay. Because we're cheap and we don't want anybody to use our stuff. So the bleach was supposed to be kind of a funny joke, you know gotcha. what I mean? But sorry, it must have sounded good. Well, it was kind of like Trump referenced, you know what I mean? Like cleaning bleach, uh, can't put bleach in yeah. turf, you know what I mean? Just dumb agronomics. Right. But yeah. so it's funnier as I thumbed it than dumb when it came out of Alan's mouth. Yeah. Hey, you want to end on that? No. Um, no, we do want to know the first car you drove. You mentioned one earlier. Dodge Colt. Okay. Yeah. Wait, you still had it for your first real job too? Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't I didn't Did you get, work on that? I didn't get a car or I didn't buy a car till after I graduated college. You know, I drove a moped to work. Nice. And I had like beer bottles and cans thrown at me and Did drove you really? it. Oh, it was awful. Yeah. I, you know, you ever see these guys driving around here? Oh, yeah. I sympathize with those guys. Yeah. Did you have a drinking of, problem as a youngster? No. That, that was is, by choice. No, I just couldn't afford a car. Right. Wow. 
but dad, I'm going to grow grass for a living. Yeah, that's <laughs> I come up on my moped home. That thrilled him. So, well, at least I got one all-star. Man. I can see dad medical sales rep with a Lexus in the parking lot and son pulling up with a moped. Yellow. About. It was a yellow moped. So I had a friend. Was it a Vespa? No, it was a Honda. I had a friend who scoot around it downtown. It used one downtown Columbia, South Carolina, and. I, just, I couldn't do it because everybody's going to look at you like you got a DUI. I always wanted one of those electric ones to keep in my truck as like a dinghy. So like when I parked downtown Columbia and I had a meeting three blocks away, I could just. Yeah. That's funny. Piece of advice you give a up-and-comer or a student. Oh, this is an easy one because um, I just had this, uh, this uh, conversation with an intern who came by. And he was not sure that this job or this business was right for him. And if there's one thing I learned over, I've been almost 26 years in this business, is that if you don't love it, then don't do it. Find something you absolutely critically love that you can do every single day of your life and never regret it and that you never feel bad about. You're going to have your ups and downs within the job, but in your core, in your heart, you know exactly that this is what you were meant to do. That's awesome. Yeah. Dude, that might be like one of those opening quote lines oh, yeah. that goes on another show type deals. All right. Wow. New question. Any piece Good answer. Of, any piece of advice for Brian Steeler as we wrap up this episode? Or And or Brian Powell. Okay. All right. Yes, I do. And I want to make a motion. I want to put this active motion. I would, I would want, I want to see Brian in action. Okay. I'd like to have him as president for another year so he can do what he's supposed to do instead of stay in his basement playing with his trains because lord zoom. knows what he's doing down there. zoom meetings he's not having to travel like most presidents yeah i want so, him to he has this to is work. on record just folks just so you've heard it here first that was a suggestion by a member not mm-hmm. by the staff member that's Go right ahead. Yeah. Oh, well, he needs to work for his his, his little plaque just there. for the record i may or may not have brought this conversation up recently with him <laughs> okay and right. some others so i like hearing it out of your mouth that was awesome. Good. Think, he's Good. a smart guy, and he has got a lot of things going. And I would love to just see him in action and, and to really take the uh, the organizations forward. I know he can do it. Yeah. And he's been held back by this pandemic we're in right now, and I don't think it's a fair year to sure. show show off his stuff. Anyway, as long as you're not putting me another year with Brian Powell, I'm good with you still. Anybody with Brian Powell, I tell you, that guy, you, you need to stay far away from Brian Powell. <laughs> yeah, I'm far telling you. Away. Right? It's this a rough is, room. I feel sorry. This is good material. And the best part is if Brian were to ever find a podcast on his phone and, and, and listen to this, he'd be laughing he out would loud be laughing, so yes, much yes, with yes, us he right now. He'll text best part. He oh, would text That would be the best part. <laughs> good, oh, yeah. Good. I actually got an email from him today, but go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, I mean, he's commonly known as the Midwest Sausage King, so uh, we will keep that name going. Uh, Abe Froman, the Sausage King Abe of Froman, Chicago? Yeah, he's took Abe's place. Gotcha. So, good for him. I can tell you're a I cultured man. I never would have had a Bryant's, <laughs> Brian Powell sausage story come on this podcast. 33 <laughs> episodes in, by the way. 33rd That's episode, right. folks, uh, if you've listened to all of them. And he'll shake his head and deny it, but, you know, I'm telling the truth. That's that's uh, it's all from the heart. I'm just glad I don't have to bring up our ride to and from the airport from Lawrence, Kansas, and the KCI airport. Um, all right. Last thing, we're on a time thing. Oh, yeah, we got to get him out of here. Let's he's talk gotta, about – He's got to go get a haircut. I, I said I didn't haircut. You were the first guest to ever submit a, a green room rider. Oh, we're going to talk about yes. him on air. I just want to go over what you have sitting in front of you. What flavor? No, no. Let's go over what he asked for. Okay. What did he ask for? I expect a bowl of M&Ms with no brown ones in there and a Coca-Cola. And 
Remember, John Lavelle can't be in the state of South Carolina. I didn't know that was public information that I could bring up. I don't want to insult him. John Lavelle cannot be in South Carolina. Did you see what I did for you? Yeah, I see. I see that. Yeah. It's the Congaree belt where John is. John and I go way back. John and I were assistants at Augusta. Okay. We have gone way back. So you didn't go to Ohio State? No. We covered that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Joke for John. Sorry. But uh, we have a lot of stories, him and I, way back to Augusta. He is actually in the helicopter right now being flown back from Congaree to his regular home base in Banner Elk. Well, he's not listening then, so. That's a big-time superintendent, by the way. I can't wait. When you have a golf course and your owners say, we're going to build another one and you can still live here and we'll just fly you by helicopter back and forth there. (laughs) Or we'll buy you a new truck so you can put 100,000 miles on it in a year and then turn it in we'll buy you another new one. We need That's to get right. him on here and ask some Jim Evans questions. Absolutely. Have no, that guy. Okay, here, he, hold on. John will hold talk. On. He won't say anything. I was about to say, John has been asked. Okay. But let's let's have our first conversation with Alan and with John Lavelle, okay? Well, you actually, and I can be John. Or, oh, you be John, I'll be you, I'll, be. you be Alan, I'll be John. Go ahead. You know, I would host John because I know how to get John to talk. Okay, okay. pretend like. You're Alan, and I'm John, and we're going to have this just for the listener's okay. benefit. Right. Go ahead, real so, quick. John, uh, why don't you go through with these gentlemen here uh, what your life was like at Augusta? Fun. <laughs> That's it. See that dead, <laughs> that dead space? Of it. That dead space is exactly okay. what that All is. Right. But, but now, 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 <laughs> 10 beers in, Oh yeah. let me be Lavelle, and you ask me the same question. All right. Uh, what was your life like at Augusta? Well, I got to tell you, it started at Ohio State, right? <laughs> I was 12. I had this dream about raking this bunker in Georgia. <laughs> and here we go. And he'll, you know, the there it goes. Oh, and I'm bad. not saying that about him and drinking. I, that's a bad analogy. But once you get to know him, yes. his heart and soul, I'm going to tell you. That guy has been through the say it about a lot of people, but it's, maybe it's just <clears throat> this industry. But he's, he's another one of those guys, man. Absolutely. He'd do anything yeah. for you. The only thing we did leave out. You got. You said you had a. You got to call on January twelfth, the day your daughter was born. Correct. That's right. How many children you got? I have four now. You want to not leave out their names? Give them a shout out. Hey. Sure. They. They. Uh, two boys, two girls. Uh, I'll start with the oldest, Anthony. Then there's Meredith. Then there's Mackenzie. And then there's Coleman. Cool. Coleman. Fifteen, fourteen, thirteen, and twelve. I Man. like Coleman. Do you like that? That's a cool name. Yeah. He's nice. a cool kid. Oh, I it's bet. Cool kid. I bet. Yeah. Hmm. yeah Who's the coolest of... kid you got? I'm just kidding. No, don't, 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 don't. Just in case they do listen. <laughs> oh, well, Mr. Evans, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having I'll, me. I uh, need to come inspect your golf course with Tim at some point. Love Ms. to have Mr. You. Evans. You know, I've still never played yours. You need to come up there and do it. Never played it. No problem. Well, let's just go ahead and put this on air, Alan. What Should we do a, a week-long Cliffs Challenge when the COVID is over? Mm. I like that idea. You I got to go see here. Jed anyway. You stay here overnight for a week, and we just go play one a day and shoot a live yeah. pulling weeds. I'm in. Facebook, Twitter That's live a, thing from the Cliffs properties for a whole week. Have, have each superintendent. Su- yep. Have each super play with us. That's perfect. Oh, that'd be cool. That would be cool. All right, Pinehurst, you've heard the model. If you'd like to have us, we're cheap. (laughs) Oh, thank you, man. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it. See you soon. All right. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that. I will have to say before I give Alan a chance to chime back in, folks, that was our first dual past president bashing session that we've had so far. That was interesting. He was a good guest, man. I enjoyed him. 
So I call him BP Oil just because it's Brian Powell, right? And it was BP and so BP Oil, right? I mean, yeah, it just yeah. stuck. So there's some guys that call him that now. So to hear some BP Oil stories, man, I just never thought <laughs> they'd come up, especially out of Dr. Evans there. Dr. Evans. I mean, you feel like you got it. He's as a, as 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 much of a character as he is. He's a very upright professional. You know he was. I mean? uh, he's certainly a guy I could spend more time with, no doubt. Like I tried to explain on the pod, and this is how these friendships start. Next thing you know, Alan and Jim will be texting. <laughs> Yet another Alan and Jim texting, and then ganging up on the Timster here. That's, That's cool. That's not a bad idea. I didn't get his number when he left. But yeah, exactly. It should be in a directory. You don't have one of those, do you? The directory. Yeah, okay. I was getting ready to yeah. say, you lost your – you were going to revoke your directory, Alan. Uh, I look forward to it. Every, every time they come. And the Carolina's green, it just came not too long ago. All right, so let's go back and let's talk about this. 33 episodes we figured out, right? Yeah. We've been doing this? Yeah. I don't recall playing golf at 33 places with you. I only really, really recall Pinehurst in the cradle. I mean, Is there like, wasn't, didn't we start this podcast so we could go play golf at places? You would think. Oh, no, sorry, Rob. That's not why we started it. Uh, that's just a benefit, possible benefit. A potential benefit of a pod. Maybe we shouldn't record any more episodes till we go back and play the places we've already been, such as Quail Hollow and wherever Ben Barnes was at the time, which is not now. Oh, you want to go Blown Rock? Is that where we were? Yeah, we were at Blown Rock. That looked like a nice place. That's a good place. That's yeah. a foggy one, too. you got to catch that one the right day. That's all right. Yeah, Mr. Costner's there now. I think he'd have us over. Kevin? No, Josh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. His dad works for Greenville Turf, too. But anyways, cool small family world. All right, what else you want to talk about before we let these folks go? Do we have anything fun, entertaining? How about what's happened in Big Al's life in the last 30 days to embarrass you? Something I've pitched to my wife. Have you seen? You're not on social media very much. but So there'll be somebody who'll take a piece of bread and throw a slice of cheese on it and say, follow me for more recipes, right? Just something oh, stupid. I've never seen this, but okay, go ahead. And then they, they, they're pretty funny. I suggested to Kristen that she'd do stuff like that turf hacks and just like say something on the golf course is so stupid follow me for more turf hacks or you know just yeah. being funny so like what i don't know we gotta think of it like sticking a knife in the ground talking about we calling it air fine right something like that it's something stupid <laughs> taking maybe it could be new tools to measure airification holes with it could be her turf hack could be be something stupid but uh like a hairpin i was thinking guys don't have it popsicles or something Great. How long does Freezer it take? Pops. A, oh, better yet, how long does it take for a popsicle to melt on Sam's green? <laughs> oh, I'd tell you, that'd be fun. That'd be right after a blue heron poop on the green. She got to go do some of the airification process. I don't know if we already talked about. Are that you though. comfortable with your wife spending the day with Sam on the golf course? I did have a member run take a picture and text me, and that, that made some of the people mad. Like she, like I didn't know she was out there. Isn't that great? Yeah. Is that how it is at a private club? There's, oh there's, yeah. There's drama all the time. Yes, Un- unneeded. Did you see Alan's wife riding around with the superintendent poking holes in the golf course? Well, I had to. Uh, funny thing, Friday, I had to film a video for a young girl recruiting golf video. 16-year-old, or class of 2022. I don't know how she is. Tell me somebody's parent got mad at you recording a young girl. No, and I know, I've known her dad for Damn. 25 years, but I'm on the putting green, and she's already out there. And I said, hey, Lexton, you know, go hit range balls, get loosened up, and there's a guy, a member on the putting green who I go to church with, and he's just kind of looking at me. Like, why am I talking to this young lady? And, and Barry and I are talking, and I said, Barry, that's my wife right over there. She happened to be walking by doing her morning walk, too. So, <laughs> didn't want, let's go ahead and squash that rumor right there. 
Oh, nothing like Alan and his R. Kelly moments at the club. R. Kelly. <laughs> what are you doing? Videotaping young girls on the golf course? God dang, man. Don't get on Fox News over that. And man. I get paid for it, too. Oh, jeez. How about you? Any embarrassing stories? I mean, just the brown patch that's dollar spot that could be Kyocera Mark or dog piss. We don't know, but we're going to Oh, really... is that all the diagnoses? No, I don't. I don't okay. Apparently, dollar spot is, you know, like a dollar. Has, have you been here the entire time? Yeah. Oh, no, you're good. You want to come be on the show? <laughs> Sorry, Kim was walking through. I thought it was just me and you here. Did you not speak to her when you came? Yeah, Kim? but I thought she left. Oh, no, Melissa left. I know, but I thought she left by the time so, Jim but they got say here. dollars are like, like, I keep getting this. Like, are they this big when people say it? Like, I'm making the, the old... the old Half dollar, silver dollar. Yeah. Yeah. And But these are bigger. Like, if I were going to lay a dollar bill down, bigger. And so, anyhow, um, it was just funny because someone else said... What did Dr. Kern say? And I was like, he said it was dollar spot. And they're like, eh. Hey, a lot of people said it was dollar spot. But I felt like it was like a board meeting. As soon as I put that on Twitter, Dr. Kearns comes back and says dollar spot. And everybody's like, oh, I agree with him. No, I agree with him. I agree with that opinion. Well, I was mowing my grass. And who the hell's going to come in about my mower blades, by the way? You better leave my lawnmower out of this, people. Uh, that's a whole nother conversation. And I have brand new blades now. Right. This one-third rule crap, that's because I've been keeping it at one and three-fourths all year. And until I fertilized it, I decided to let it come back up. So that's why you're seeing two different heights of cut in that picture. Now, I know I need new mower blades because my wife will use a lawnmower's mulcher. She'll did, just. Did you know that our friends at Smith Turf sell those? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All of them do. Yeah. They're expensive. They're like 12 bucks. I don't, I don't know. I don't have a comment for that. <laughs> exactly. Why don't you take a picture of your lawnmower and send it to me and I'll get you a new blade. No, I just need to go get them sharpened, I guess. Oh, Jesus. Is that not a thing anymore? Sure, man. Small engine repair place can't do that for yeah, me? Yeah, let them, let them take that thing that's probably <laughs> rounded by now and pay oh, six bucks to put an edge on that rounded one versus going and getting one of these straight ones like you're uh, supposed to for 12 bucks, Alan. Is that all they cost? I mean, it ain't much. It isn't much of a mower either. But I will give some credit to my man. When I needed a new mower blade, it was 3.30 in the afternoon. And I called him because I drove to a location, and they said, we don't sell those here. We only sell irrigation stuff. Wow. And I said, but this is where you told me to go. By 10 o'clock the next morning, I had them at my house. Blew me away. I was like, man, you can't even Amazon Prime this fast. That's customer service for you. And they weren't, like, delivered by, like, somebody with the company. Like, they were shipped. Right, right. That was awesome. Yep. So, anyways, you're losing at the yard battle. So is Joe. And with that, everybody, it was good to talk to you this month. And Let's talk about Joe real quick. Maybe in August, you'll be better off. Your dealer, you have the most yard to keep up with. I do, and I'm kicking y'all's butts all over the place. I wouldn't say it's just kicking our butts all over the place. I have a nice area that doesn't get I have all nice area. But let's talk about Joe's. He has the smallest area to maintain. Poor guy. He's got like a townhouse yard. It should be 20 by 20. I'd call it Kaminsky-sized in the world of life. (laughs) It's a little yard. Uh you got nothing for that either. <laughs> no. One second pause of the closing. Well, no, I'm, just think, I'm just thinking. So what? He's got the smallest area. He's got the least amount of work to do. They need to get on it. Do you think that it has anything to do with the fact that he's got the biggest dog amongst us in the smallest area that he can find in there? And that poor dog is probably just. That dog goes in the backyard, I'm sure. The backyard's part of your yard. I'm only counting the front. At least for Joe. That, that, <laughs> that little square about the big as his table. Anyway, that if you were to take a riding mower, you'd have to do two passes because yeah. you'd only do half of it each way because the mower blades uh, would hit the curb. Yeah, yeah. 
I like Joe's house, though. Oh, yeah. It's a great setup. Yeah. I had one right down the road from him. Anyways, that's a Joe Quick, everybody. We're talking about part of the yard battle, if anybody's been listening regularly. Chris Devane is his consultant. But I have learned that to be a good consultant, you at least need to make it on property once. I, but he, they got roped in the competition late. I don't even think Chris knew he was a consultant until after the trash. Dude, it's three miles away. You can take a right on your way home for right. five minutes right. for a friend. That's all I'm saying. Yep, yep. All right. Good to talk to everybody. There's Thank my you rant for, for the day. Hope you enjoy the hosses after this one. Um, can't wait for you all for the what we've got coming for the 1st of September. Thank you for listening to Pullin' Weeds, brought to you by Simplot Turf and Horticulture. Want to become a member of the Carolinas GCSA? Visit carolinasgcsa.org for more information or call the office at 800-476-4272. Follow the show on Twitter at Pullin' underscore Weeds or on Facebook at Pullin' Weeds Podcast.